Sweet 16 is a podcast for members of Loud and Quiet, where musicians revisit that pivotal teenage year. They talk about where they were, what they remember, and how they took on the highs and lows of young adulthood. On this episode... This is Katie Crutchfield from Waxahachie, and this is my Sweet 16. Okay, when I was 16, it was 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 2005. I was born in 89, so it would have been 2005. I was living in Alabama, Birmingham specifically, and uh, I was in high school. I had just started driving. I drove a blue Jetta, and I had a big book full of CDs, like burned and purchased. And music was kind of my whole life at that point already. My sister Allison and I formed our first band when we were 15. We may have been 14, but but we really got serious about it when we were 15. And in fact, my first memory of like the first actual cool show we ever played was the month before I turned 16. So I remember because I couldn't legally drive there. <laughs> so we, yeah, we were pretty much fully in a band when we were 16, fully playing shows all the time. And that I, I would consider 16 to be the age I was when I f- like f- had a full year of being very seriously kind of engaged with the music scene uh, locally. To the layman, if you were to just show songs I wrote when I was 15 up against songs I wrote when I was 30, they, uh, uh, just an average person on the street would probably be like, this is really similar. And to me, it's they're miles apart. But, you know, I would say that we were writing music, we were making music that would probably be considered power pop. I think it was it was really influenced by Rilo Kiley, I would say, really um, poppy indie music that did kind of have like a little bit of punk sort of thrown in. We played a lot of shows at this venue called Cave Nine that was really just a DIY show space. It was like a room with a shitty PA and like a stage. And it was really like a meeting place for like weird, creative, young kids in town. And it, it ended up being like such an important place in my life. And and so we, over the course of my 16th year, we sort of became more or less the house band of that venue so we played all different kinds of shows and there weren't really any other bands like us in town there were like indie rock bands that were older like maybe people who are my age now or like a little younger than me and then all the kids who were our age at the time all the other 16 year olds were really in like no fx influenced pop punk bands and hardcore bands and so we played a lot of shows like that a lot of um hardcore shows and then we would show up with our like little like fender amps and like our like super twee songs and you know it was it's a small city so uh people were just excited to hear music there weren't a lot of questions asked my sister allison and i and a bunch of our um our friends kind of in school weren't really in the cool like music scene when we were a little bit younger but we were playing music and we were really into stuff i would kind of qualify us as nerds and just people who didn't have that many friends and we were like obsessed with our our creative projects and then i remember very clearly at one point we played at like a school battle of the bands and we were the only girls it was an all-girl band we're the only girls that played and we clearly had these sort of like modern, interesting reference points. And and at that point, it was like we kind of like outed ourselves to the other cool music people in the school. Like, oh, here are some like minded 
people that we should all be friends. We should all be friends, you know? And then, so my whole 16th, 17th, 18th year, all through high school, I had a, a pretty big, cool community of like kids who were in bands, hardcore punk bands, skaters, like we all kind of hung out in like a classic kind of indie rock way. Going up and singing in front of people has kind of been the only situation that I don't feel weird about. Like still to this day, if I like even going to a party, I'm like mortified and scared and like so much social anxiety. And going on, like if I have to speak in front of anyone or anything like that, it's like I have like full body terror for like days. But something about singing and performing in that context alone, um, I have always been completely comfortable with. And I, I think it's a confidence thing. I mean, I think it's funny. Allison and I, I always sort of, when I, when I tell old stories, it's always we. That's like, it's all, because everything was together at that point. But we really spent so much of our time and energy like, getting good at what we were doing so by the time that we were comfortable enough to like actually perform I think we felt pretty confident like we think what we're doing is cool and if other people don't think it's cool then they suck the the main thing that I did my whole like teenage and adult life was dance so so from age two to 16 I danced ballet tap like all kinds of dance and I think that I kind of write that off or forget about it sometimes as like a big part of my life. But I do think it really gave me, you know, sort of like an early insight into being a performer. And it certainly contributed to my love of music. But I quit, I think, the like when I was 16. My whole life, like something I work against constantly, even to this day, like I hate to do things that I'm not naturally good at. <laughs> um, and I won't try. Um, and and so I, that's something in the last like couple months I've been really working on. Like I used to be so insecure about cooking and now I've gotten really good at it because I've practiced and I've really gotten more natural at it. But I feel like dance got to a point where I, it, it, it was honestly a little bit like how I was at school where I sort of felt like oh, I'm not I can't give that much of myself to this anymore and so I don't see myself excelling at this so I should probably just stop doing this you know it's it's not it's not enjoyable anymore it's not um I'm not gonna be like the best dancer at my dancing school so maybe I should just like give up that's a very 16 year old uh attitude to have I think we have a younger sister named Sydney who is four years younger. She certainly tried to hang out with us. Um, I and 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 we got closer once she turned sixteen and I was twenty. We were really close. I do have a memory of taking her. I I we'll we'll say since it's a good story, we'll say it's when I was sixteen. It may have been when I was seventeen, but I I know I was in high school. But we went and saw Rilo Kylie when they were touring on More Adventurous and. We took Sydney, our younger sister, and it was so beautiful. Um, and she lo she loved them because we loved them, and she kind of had like gotten into them just through that. So she begged when we got the tickets or we were getting the tickets. She like begged my parents, like, "Can they please take me? Can I please come?" And so so Allison and I, me and Sydney and my boyfriend at the time all went to the Rilo Kylie show, and we stood right in the front row. And I'll never forget. I, you know, it's funny. Now I've toured with Jenny, and I know her, and I'm not sure I've ever told her this story. But there was this beautiful moment where we were all sitting in the front, like in Sydney's right front and center, right in front of Jenny. And she sings the line, um, 
does he love you? Does he love you? Will he hold your tiny face in his hands? And when she did, she like held her hand out right to Sydney's face. And it was so incredible. I'll never forget it. Just like, oh my God, her, she's so tiny. She was like 12 years old right in the front. You know, it was so cute. We haven't talked about that night in so long. I should, we, we are, you know, the three of us are all really close. And I have to ask her, like, do you remember that? I, am I making that up? I think that I'm pretty sure that happened. <laughs> my parents were both very cool and very supportive and also like pretty thoroughly confused by us because I think that they, um, you know, I, I, I think I have to assume, and this is maybe me projecting, but I have to assume when they had kids, they probably expected us to, you know, they, my parents, my dad grew up in Florida, my mom grew up in Alabama. I think they probably expected us to just go on like a very predictable path of high school, college, career, marriage, kids, living nearby, all of those, all of the above. And we didn't at all, like, I think at 16 was the age where we were really showing signs of like, that's probably not what's going to happen. And in fact, there are several outcomes for what's going to happen. And not many of them are great in the, by their standards. So I think that they were both like supportive, they recognized that we were talented, and that we were really driven in something, even if it wasn't maybe what they thought we should be driven in. So they were supportive, but they were also like, where did you guys come from? I mean, my my mom, my, my dad likes country music and we grew up on country music. And obviously, you know, if you've heard my newest album, it is sort of more influenced by that stuff. But um, my mom is like a movie buff and like kind of like cool cinephile and really put that stuff in front of us from an early age. And likes great music too and it's just kind of like a pop culture person like just has like a million amazing reference points and really loves um a lot of really cool great stuff so she she thought it was awesome and she still thinks it's awesome but i would say they were sort of like whoa this is not really what we thought was gonna happen <laughs> i really had no plan i had no plan about being a musician and t and honestly un until it became my career I didn't really think of it as a career it was just kind of like this passion thing like I just I loved doing it and I worked like day jobs to support it and I never really I, I think because I came from such a strong community like a DIY music scene like I, I never really made moves for it to be a career um, early on. And in fact, I didn't start really even having it function as like a real career until like, you know, I would say three or four years after it had fully become my career. <laughs> like only really in the last like three or four years have I been actually like, oh yeah, this is my job. <laughs> so it's funny. So no, and 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 um, I, I did go to college for a couple semesters and was an English major and loved writing papers and loved writing. And I think that no matter what, now I can really say, I think no matter what, I, I would have wanted to be some kind of writer. You know, someday if I, I could see myself writing other stuff um, in the future and, and that's not songs, not music. Don't start drinking. <laughs> I would probably tell myself that because I didn't drink when I was 16. I started drinking when I was 17. That obviously didn't end well for me and I have now quit. Um, 
But I don't know. I, I had a lot of great experience. I, I had a lot of good life experiences. And I'm 100% like the more well adjusted person that I am now because of those hard experiences. Things definitely once I got to be 17, 18, 19, things started to take a harder turn. But I would say yeah, I, I it was a, there was a lot of like cool kismet universe stuff happening for me when I was 16. I found I really found my people in against all odds, like sort of being in Birmingham, being in the South, kind of being in a place that people really do kind of just conform to this sort of narrow-minded um, place. And, and I really lucked out in my ability to kind of, you know, sniff out the cool stuff and the cool people. It's all led me to where I am now. And it's just, it all happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. <laughs> Sweet 16 is a Loud and Quiet production. Interviews by the Loud and Quiet editorial team, produced and edited by Stuart Stubbs and Greg Cochran. As a Loud and Quiet member, you can receive future episodes in this series by hitting subscribe wherever you're listening right now.